this is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez, where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Welcome to a new episode of the Christian Circle Podcast. Today is 2nd of February and we're recording the 95th episode. Since it's the month of love and the Feast of St. Valentine, we have a special guest who's going to talk to us today about Christian courtship. So let me welcome Father Thomas Morrow, who's going to talk to us today about this subject. So Father, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Okay. So I've been ordained for 40 years. I was ordained in 1982. Um, I um, worked a lot with uh, young single Catholics. And um, in fact, I usually go on a vacation every winter with a bunch of single Catholics. Um, and uh I have um, been talking about this area of Christian courtship uh, since about 1991, 92, and uh, had a book uh, written and published in uh, 19—no, 2003, I think it was. Yeah, and then we got it got re-released by that was originally published by a Sunday Visitor, re-released by Sophia Press, Sophia Institute of Press. And it's been out on the market for, for several years. Um, and basically, I wrote it to help uh, young single Catholics to realize the potential they have to have a good good courtship and, and a good courtship that leads to a good uh, Catholic marriage. So uh, I've been talking about this stuff for many years in, in various um, places, different colleges and so on. But... Uh, I think we we need to uh, help young people to realize that they do have the potential to have a truly Christian courtship and, uh, more importantly, uh, a holy Catholic marriage. Mm-hmm. So I actually found your book on Amazon, Christian Courtship in a Godless World. And, um, yeah. and the book has so many reviews, so many people saying that this should be actually recommended reading in all of our catechisms for our our teenagers and young adults. So I myself didn't know uh, about courtship and um, it has never really like people don't really court you in in today's day and age. They they want to date. So tell me and talk to our listeners today about what does courtship mean? Courtship means basically pursuing a a close friendship to see if marriage will be worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And uh, in your book, uh, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, how is courtship different from dating? Well, dating uh, doesn't necessarily have that goal. Dating is, for a lot of people, just kind of a recreational activity. Um, when people are young, you know, early 20s, uh, mid-20s, maybe early 20s, they they just want to date. They don't have any intention to get married soon. But uh I think that doesn't lead to, lead to anything, and it kind of uh, degrades the whole relationship because uh, when you go out with somebody on a date, it should have a purpose, mm-hmm. and it should be just more than um, recreation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that there are four uh, four loves basically in your book. So <laughs> right. what are these four loves? What are the meanings of these loves basically? Okay, so the first one is. Uh, divine love or agape. And uh, I define that as giving of self for the good of the beloved without condition. 
-hmm. And that's the love that Jesus spoke of in scripture. And the Greek word for that, of course, is agape, agapao. Uh, And so that's the most fundamental love. And that's the love that we need to have for God and for other people in order to be saved. And this is the way God loves us. He He's concerned for our good. No matter what we do, no matter how much we sin or whatever, God wants to promote our good. We want, and he's willing to take us back if we turn from him uh, because he loves in this way and he's, it's unconditional. It's unconditional. Uh, I'm going to love you. I'm going to work for your good no matter what you do. Uh, mm-hmm. and so a husband should be able to say that to his wife and no matter how many struggles we have, I'm always going to work for your good. And because I've committed to that on our wedding day. So that's the first and most important love. Uh, and the conjugal love is um, agape with, with, uh, with the condition for permanence, exclusiveness. It's public and it's fruitful. So that's uh, conjugal love, conjugal agape, I suppose you could say. Okay. So uh, the, the, the next real love is, is friendship, and that's very important in marriage, to have a good friendship. So uh, couples need to uh, do the things that build friendship, do things together, go on dates before and after marriage. After marriage, we have to beg people to go on dates. Before marriage, we have to get, beg them to, to not go on so many dates. <laughs> so so uh, they need to understand that... that um, Friendship is something you build, and friendship uh, lasts a long time in marriage. And that's what that are the most important human loves, uh, agape being divine. And then affection is extremely important today because uh, it's been co-opted by a lot of people to be an intro to sexual mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's a beautiful love in itself, and uh, it's a way of tenderness, uh, gentle caring for someone um, expressed by a hug or a tender kiss on the lips or on the cheek or on the forehead, tender smile, a gentle touch, whatever. And uh, everybody needs affection. Mm. And uh, couples that uh, have sex before marriage, they very often are not able, or at least not inspired, to uh, share affection in their marriage, which mm-hmm. is very. Uh, that's a poverty because mm-hmm. uh, uh, affection is a beautiful language of love in itself. And uh, I have to uh, encourage couples when I work with couples to say, ask them, uh, do you, do you hug each other? Uh, mm-hmm. How many times do you hug each other each day? Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy, he went off uh, to a, um, a marriage uh, enrichment program. Mm-hmm. And he came back and I said, what, well, what did they tell you? He said, well, the main thing they told us was we need to hug our wives five times a day at least. <laughs> wow. so, so now one uh, young man, after we had a, uh, a seminar on Christian dating, mm-hmm. he said, Father, so you spoke about this. How should I tell my sweetheart good night? Mm-hmm. I told him, well, you put your hand to her face and move slowly, ever so slowly, gently kiss her once or twice, then give her a big hug, a slow hug, pressing your cheek against hers, feeling the warmth as a way of proclaiming your your real warm feelings for her. Mm -hmm. Then perhaps say something nice, uh, such as, you are so precious to me. Put your uh, hand to her face again and say goodnight, kiss her once more, slowly, tenderly, as if you fear she might break if you Mm -hmm. aren't careful. 
the guy said, "Not bad, Father. Not bad." I dated. I dated um, from the time I graduated. Well, before I graduated from from college, mm-hmm. until thirty three years old, mm-hmm. and then at age thirty four, I went mm-hmm. to seminary. So everybody okay. should be happy to know that I did all my dating before I went into <laughs> the seminary. Uh, okay, so now women, women need to ask for what they want, mm-hmm. gently, sweetly, but me, women need to tell men what they like and what they don't like. Sometimes they're afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, it's important in courtship. It's it's also important in marriage. Mm-hmm. So they, they need to tell men if they do something right. Um, now, uh, eros, emotional love. Mm-hmm. This is very nice, but it's dangerous. Eros is a desire for the the the, the good, the true, and the beautiful, mm-hmm. as uh, Plato taught. John mm-hmm. Paul too quoted Plato in his uh, Theology of the Body. Mm-hmm. So it means a, a desire for this, a strong desire for the good, the true, and the beautiful in the other person. So it's more noble than just seeking sex, but it's still selfish. It, mm-hmm. it can be selfish. Uh, we can just be uh, pursuing our own uh, satisfaction with eros. And, and, and by the way, Freud thought eros was sex, and mm-hmm. it's not. Not in, not according to the Greeks, anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a it's a rational desire for uh, for intimacy with a person who is good, true, and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So this is a dangerous kind of love because some people think it's the most important thing in a relationship, mm-hmm. and that explains why some of these people have been married five or six times. They're always looking yeah. for the eros that doesn't that doesn't end. Mm-hmm. But it does, it, it goes way down in marriage. Well, that's mm-hmm. why friendship is so important because that can last and last and last. Mm-hmm. So the um, eros it can be dangerous. Uh, the, the Hollywood star that says, well, my first four marriages, they weren't real thing, but this one is the real thing. And <laughs> this is going to last. And then, of course, uh, two years later, well, no, it really wasn't. So my next one, maybe that'll last. Yeah. But you can't you can't keep that alive the way it is on the wedding day. But you can cultivate it. Mm. You can build it by agape, by doing nice things for your spouse, by um, friendship, uh, and by affection. Mm. So it's important that we cultivate it. And one man said to me once, "I'm not sure I like my wife anymore." And I said, "If you start being nice to her and calling her," by sweet names and all that, uh, you'll find that uh, she will um, will um, blossom again and you're going to like her a lot more. But you have to cultivate that. You have, mm-hmm. to, you have to love her in, mm-hmm. in an agapeic way. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have to realize that when people get married, you, you don't usually find a good spouse. You build one mm-hmm. by being positive, by building them up, by encouraging them and by working for their good. Mm. So agape is the most important mm. of all the loves. And if we learn how to do that, uh, we're, we have a good chance of being saved and we have a good chance of having a successful marriage. Mm. So what are the steps to a chaste courtship? So because everybody is uh, living in a secular world, they're, they're informed by all these uh, media, social media, the TV, uh, this is where they get their training, their dating training, their courtship training 
from. So what are the steps to a chase courtship? Well, the first thing is you got to choose somebody that's good. Mm-hmm. And um, some of this is not in my book, but um, I've done the research on this. John Van Epp wrote a book mm-hmm. called uh, How to Avoid Marrying a Jerk. <laughs> and okay. he says that what you look for is you look, uh, see how this pe- this person treats his or her brother or mm-hmm. sister mm-hmm. or the mother or the father. Mm-hmm. Because family relationships can be very difficult because we're so close to people. And, and, and of course, we know there's an old saying, familiarity breeds contempt. Yeah. And it does do that in marriage, mm-hmm. marriages and, and families. So if a person can be nice to their brother and sister whom they see or they have seen every, every day for many years or their mother or their father, uh, or what are another relation, relative that they see a lot of, then it's a good chance they're going to be able to um, go beyond that uh, familiarity breeding contempt, mm-hmm. and they're going to be able to maintain a good relationship. But again, it's work. You have yeah. to realize that this, sometimes you look at your spouse or you look at your girlfriend or your boyfriend and say, I don't know if I like him. And then, but then you uh, step back up and say, "Well, let's just pursue this uh, this true love and Christian love, divine love, and see what develops. Mm-hmm. And maybe it won't develop, yeah. but uh, but you have to you have to give it a chance, and uh, you have to work at it. So that's the first thing: is you find somebody that is uh, good to their brother, their sister, their mother, their father, uh, even the waiter at mm-hmm. the restaurant. Uh, their dog. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta be nice. Yeah, and make a habit out of that. And we can make a habit out of that. People, people don't realize that you can make it a habit, make a habit out of being kind to people and mm-hmm. being loving. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what we call that a virtue. Yeah. So we can develop the virtues, and we need all the virtues yeah. to get into the kingdom. So the first thing is to uh, find someone that uh, is good to their family, good to their friends, good to other people. And secondly, is somebody that's going to help you get to heaven. Yeah. Because that's what we're here for, mm. is to make kingdom. So you got to find someone, insist on finding someone that's going to help you in that journey. Because mm-hmm. that's the most journey, important journey that you'll ever take. Yeah. So those are the, sort of the, the fundamentals. Um, if somebody wants to um, go too far and be unchaste, Mm-hmm. Well, you have to stay away from them. Just mm-hmm. say, we're, we're not in the same chapter. We're not in the same book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you have to be strong enough to do that. Yeah. One girl, a beautiful girl, uh, she was dating a guy. Uh, and um, he seemed like a really good Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going to Mass every day and all this stuff. And um, after six months, and she, she said to herself, this is good. This guy is, you know, going to church, going to mass, communion, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should be good. He should be into chastity. Mm-hmm. So after six months, he said, well, I think it's time we had sex. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, we're not going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, if we're not going to have sex, we're going to break up. And uh, she said, okay, if that's the case, we're going to break up. Mm-hmm. And she really liked him. She broke up with him and uh, was going along okay. Six months later, he comes back. It says, I have a phony. I was a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Can we can we date again? 
she said, well, let me think about it. But eventually she, she agreed to date him again mm-hmm. and things went very well. Mm-hmm. So women and men both have to be strong enough to say, yeah. I don't, why are you, if you want to love me, mm-hmm. you want to be concerned for my salvation. Yeah. yeah. So why would you insist on something that will mm-hmm. ruin my salvation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is something I don't want. Mm-hmm. So, they, you know, in the early church, the people had to be ready for martyrdom. And mm-hmm. nowadays, all we have to do is break up with our girlfriend or boyfriend. And uh, that's not quite as bad as martyrdom, yeah. Uh, but uh, um, it brings about good results. So those are your steps, um, and and I want to say, um, you know, you you keep saying that you know um, they should be good people, but there are a lot of people who pretend to be good people, and there's only so much time you're spending in 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 courtship. Like you're not spending all day, or you're not really able to watch them as closely. <clears throat> So how do you know um, that someone is not pretending? There are a lot of pretend Christians. There are a lot of pretend Catholics uh, who put on a good show. So how would you really know? That's a good question because we've had some women dating guys. In fact, one comes to mind that she was dating a guy. He would go to mass with her. He would go to adoration with her. Um, but uh, and and they, I think they only dated less than a year, which is mm-hmm. very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the studies have shown that uh, people that date uh, two years or more mm-hmm. uh, are twice as happy mm-hmm. uh, as those who date under two years, mm-hmm. twice as happy in marriage. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she da- she married him, and uh, she found out that he was going to, when she would go on a business trip, he was going to houses of ill repute and doing all kinds of uh, evil things. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so she wanted no part of him he he, he played that role so mm-hmm. the thing is that she had a court a short courtship mm-hmm. you got to be patient mm-hmm. now women sometimes say well father you know we got the biological clock yeah. i say but throw the biological clock out the window and forget mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. my nephew and his wife they they adopted two children mm-hmm. so and, and they're nice kids they're, they're mm-hmm. really nice kids so uh we have to uh, realize that um, you can get a lot into a lot of trouble worrying about the, the biological clock. And one one writer on marriage said mm-hmm. to me, Father, well, you know, they have to have a short courtship because of chastity so that uh, they won't be unchaste. Well, my response to him was, chastity is not holding your breath until you get married. Mm. Chastity is a long-term virtue yeah. that you have to have before Even marriage. Even after, yeah. During marriage, during yeah. marriage, yeah. yeah. You have to be into into uh, chastity. So you have to show yourself that you can have self-mastery and Mm. and control control your behavior according Mm. to uh, the the law of of God. So people, you know, need to realize, as you said, though, it's true that some people can, in a sense, hold their breath for six months or a year. (laughs) Yes. uh, Yeah. And and, and then when you marry them, you find out there's... A totally different person. One yeah. of our guys, mm-hmm. he dated a girl. He's a daily communicant. Mm-hmm. And he oh, dated wow. a girl who was very attractive. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wanted uh, some little uh, acts of impurity, uh, mm-hmm. not having sex or anything like that, but mm-hmm. uh, things that seemed a little bit uh, mm-hmm. wrong to him, but they didn't seem that bad. Well, they're bad. If they're If they're wrong, they're bad. I don't care how little they are. Mm-hmm. And so he never told his spiritual director mm-hmm. uh, 
about this. Uh, a month before they got married, she said, well, we need to have sex now. And he said, I'm not having sex. I'm going, mm -hmm. I'm a daily communicant. I'm, I'm not, not having sex. And there was a big blow up. Well, mm -hmm. he didn't tell his spiritual director at that point, because mm -hmm. if he had told him, the spiritual director would have said, run for the hills. Yeah. Get away from him. So they married. And after a year or two, she wanted to have an open marriage and all this other oh, stuff. It's crazy. Goodness. Just crazy. And this guy, so they ended up splitting up. It was very sad. Mm -hmm. So the point you make is good. And that is, see, people can hide mm -hmm. what their true nature is mm -hmm. uh, for several months. But I'd say for doing it for two years is pretty hard. And mm -hmm. if uh, you're dating someone and you're not sure mm -hmm. how strict they are, how strong they are in the faith, Ask their brother, ask their sister, mm -hmm. ask their friends. Mm -hmm. You know, is, is this, this is the way he always acts? Or what, mm -hmm. what, what, what do you think? Mm -hmm. You know, because I really want a good, strong Catholic to mm -hmm. uh, help me get to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask around mm -hmm. and you have to be very observant of everything. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> so many people, they get married, you know, after mm -hmm. six months or a year or whatever, not enough time. Mm. So, by the way, the, the number of two years is not my number. It's okay. Uh, they did a study at K State, okay. and this is what they came up with. Okay, so that was that was going to be my next question: Is two years the 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 cutoff? Is that the minimum? It's not my number. It was, <laughs> uh, they came up with that at K State when they did a research uh, research okay. on marriage, and okay. um, I do say in my book that if mm -hmm. uh, people are going to mass every day. You mm -hmm. could probably do it in, in uh, 18 months, but okay. I wouldn't say any less than that ever. Okay. Uh, and uh, Because this is so important that yeah. you get it right. Mm -hmm. And you find, as you said just a minute ago, that some people are just hiding mm -hmm. the way they really are. And they're pretending mm -hmm. to be a good Catholic. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is applicable maybe um, now to today's day and age, because I remember during my parents' time, like all of the people who of that generation, including my parents, like they had very short courtships. In fact, my father always said, I saw your, your mom like five days before the wedding. So, you know, it was always like arranged marriages and, and, and short courtships back then. But that's not applicable to today's day and age, right? No, no. And some of those uh, arranged marriages... <laughs> they did very well. Yes. They didn't expect <laughs> they as did. much as we expect today. Yeah, yeah. Some of our expectations are too high. I know. Uh, I'd say I, people you keep your standards high and mm -hmm. your expectations not quite so high. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so my parents were actually married like 30, 35 years until my, my dad passed away. So for those whose vocation is marriage, you know, how should they spend their time single? Well, okay. When you're single... You have more time than you will ever have in the for the for your whole life to spend time with God. Mm. So, uh, if I were single today, I would certainly. Uh, you have to move into the prayer life and the spirituality slowly. Mm. You, don't, you don't try to do it overnight. One guy heard me give a talk on this, and uh, he started going to mass every day. The next day, praying the rosary, spending time with the Blessed Sacrament, and he hadn't been doing that, mm. and he fell back because you can't. You can't do this overnight. You have to yeah. move into it gradually. But I would work on the the prayer life, mm -hmm. uh, certainly praying like the rosary, mm -hmm. uh, spending time before the Blessed Sacrament, mm -hmm. so important, and then work your way up mm -hmm. to the source and summit of the Christian life, namely mm -hmm. to go to Mass every Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, every day. Every day. Every day. Mm 
Yeah. Because I used to see people doing that and I say, yeah, I'd like to do that someday. Mm-hmm. And finally, when I was early 30s, mm-hmm. uh, it hit me that I, should, that I should go to Mass every day. And I started and I said, Lord, if this doesn't kill me, uh, getting up for seven o'clock Mass every day uh, and in the three, first three months, I'm going to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Well, after three weeks, I felt better getting yeah. up early, mm-hmm. getting less sleep. Mm-hmm. So I've been going to Mass every day ever since. That was, I think, 1970-something, mm-hmm. 76, whatever. So I've been going to Mass every day ever since. And, of course, it's a lot easier for me to go to Mass now than it was back mm-hmm. then. So um, should people be uh, going on retreats or should they be doing, uh, you know, a lot of uh, women, especially, they will get frustrated with all of this, uh, the time and then not finding somebody. Are you saying just focus on your prayer life? And everything else, like God says, will be added up to you? Yeah, but I mean, you, you, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have encouraged a lot of people to go on Catholic Match and mm-hmm. to uh, to meet someone there. But to write your, your profile mm-hmm. very carefully, saying, mm-hmm. I don't want to struggle with the issue of chastity in a courtship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to struggle with somebody who doesn't go to church. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, someone who's uh, going to, you know, n- n- not do things right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I just don't want to fight that battle yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. And if they put that in their profile and say, and I also want some somebody that's going to live humana vitae in marriage. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, and, and not use uh, contraception. Mm-hmm. And they're into chastity before marriage and so on. So I had one woman that... Uh, she was about, I don't know, maybe 31. And I said, well, let's do a, a novena together to St. Anthony that you find a really good Catholic guy. She mm-hmm. said, okay. And I said, but here's the deal. Mm-hmm. If you don't find somebody by the time you're 33, mm-hmm. I want you to go to a Catholic match. She said, mm-hmm. I'll never do a Catholic match. Mm-hmm. I said, remember, God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. And when I said that, she said, okay, if I don't have a, if I don't have a spouse by the time I'm 33 or, or you know, a great prospect, I'll do it. So she did. She went on Catholic. And she met a nice Catholic guy. Mm-hmm. And from the from day one, he said, I'm totally into chastity. I'm not going to mm-hmm. harass you or anything about chastity. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a wonderful courtship. And they got married. And mm-hmm. uh, they're soon to have their first child. Okay. Great. So it was great hearing from you and all from all your experience uh, about this this matter of courtship. I'm so happy that you agreed to do this podcast on such short notice. So, Father, tell people where they can find you online if they want to get in touch with you, go on you go on retreats with you, or speak to you. Okay, well, our book is online. It's on Amazon, but um, I, th- I think it's cheaper on my website. Okay. And my website is C is in Catholic, F is in Faith, Alive, cfalive.com. Okay. cfalive.com. And I think our book is something like six or seven or eight dollars cheaper on our, our website Ooh, okay. than it is on uh, Amazon. Okay. Okay. Great. And if people want to get in touch with you, they can uh, email me. A lot of people have read the book and have emailed me. Okay. My, my email is in the back uh, okay. of the book. Okay. But uh, if they want to uh, contact me or to come and uh, actually, I, I did a, a talk to 100 Canadians a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, during the pandemic uh, on courtship, and we did it by Zoom. Oh, so wow. I do, yeah, I do, I do give talks like that for groups uh, on Zoom once in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you want to contact me, uh, 
uh, they can uh, e email me at tgmorrow1 at gmail. T as in Thomas, G as in Gregory, M-O-R-R-O-W, and the number one at gmail.com. Okay. okay, great. So thank you for joining us for today's podcast, and I wish you all the very best for the future. God bless. You're very welcome, Pamela.